0: chaos, boot to the face, let's go. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly boss We want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show
1: Welcome to Boot to the Face episode 116 It is our go home Christmas episode The next time we talk to you, you will have opened up your gifts and decide and found out whether or not Santa thought you were a piece of shit this year. So, I'm Chris Rucker, along with my co-host and tag team partner, Marty Vasquez, on Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast, Boots to the Face.
2: Damn huh. right. And you know, speaking of Santa Claus, we talked about this briefly before you uh you, you went into everything, or before we started recording. uh, Santa Claus... Hope it brings y'all everything you're looking for this year. It's bought me a lot, but I can, you know, for Christmas, all I want is a John Cena Action Figure. Frog Fresh.
1: Well, uh, for the you know what, I feel like there's wrestling fans out there that have never heard that song, and it's a shame.
2: It is because I post it every year on everything. My daughter uh, fucking loved that song a couple years ago. Like every time we got in the car play Christmas
1: Daddy. Christmas, Christmas, come check out my wish list, she didn't really know the name of it, but that was like every time, so that's uh, that's good, so I'm a little, I got a lot of sleep last night, which makes no sense, because I'm really like groggy and just lethargic today, I wanted to go lift weights this morning at the gym, but I didn't, I just sat around, so then I got up and made pancakes, because if you're not going to work out, at least make pancakes, but they were protein cakes, Kodiak cakes. And I found another way to watch football instead of drinking. I get on my little bike and ride it for like an hour and a half while the first half of the game is on.
2: Well, I mean, I get for some people that probably makes sense, especially as a Cowboys fan. Because if you're drinking during a Cowboys game, you probably just want to keep drinking more and more. Um, So it probably doesn't do you any good. You know what I mean? I I totally get that.
1: You know... I'm loving all these little shots you're taking at my team all the time, and I try to ignore it and just move right by it. I just want you to know it's going to come back, and when it comes back, it's coming back twofold. It, so unless you know the, what? Unless can... the Packers win the whole damn thing, the Super Bowl, you're going to hate me that episode after they lose in the playoffs. It's coming, Mark.
2: This is the year. I You know, I honestly feel uh, – I mean, I, obviously anybody can lose and anybody can win on any given Sunday, Saturday, Monday, Thursday – Fuck this year, any day of the week, to be honest. Um, but, oh man, I, I've always felt... I always go into, like, this is the Packers' year. They've always got a team that's, like, deadly. You know what I mean? But, like, this year, it's something different about it all. And if they can get through like, even their defense has stepped up. Um, the running game, the offense. Take away the second half yesterday. Uh, I mean, uh, it just... It, I, I see them playing the Chiefs, and it's going to be a very hard game. And it'd be interesting to see what happens. And they could lose, absolutely. Um, but i got to get, get them in while I can because, let's be honest, we we've, we've, as Packers fans have been spoiled for nearly 30 years. You know what I mean? Um, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, with the exception of the seasons that they were injured, um, and this, or that Rogers was injured and the season that, that the Packers just said, fuck it, we need to get rid of Sherman and we're going to go four and 12. Um, you know, that's, it, we've been, we've been spoiled and it's been, it's been fun, but I don't see any, but unless somebody amazing comes out of the woodworks. I don't see anybody there yet. Who's going to fulfill those shoes after Rogers leaves. So, I have a feeling that in about five years, it's going to be a different story in Green Bay. And I hope it doesn't happen, but it's possible. So, with that, i got to get my my shots in now while I can. Because when that happens, I ain't going to be able to say a damn word.
1: You know, of all the teams in the NFL, I picked my top five most hated teams. And the Packers were number five. Like, I hate them the most. It goes Eagles- uh, Washington, See, Giants, Steelers, Packers. you talking are about one five through five?
2: Five is number one or five is like your most five hated Five is number five. Team. Okay. Five
1: is the fifth most hated team Oh, most, that I okay, have. okay. Because you said the five, so, and that's,
2: your, that's your most hated team. Like, okay, I
1: hate the back. Eagles first, then the Giants, then Washington, then the Steelers. Steelers and Packers are kind of like 4A, 4B. But I, for whatever reason, I hate the Packers a little less. But I will say this, and I, I try not to be – objective, or what's the word? Shit, is it objective? I try try to be fair when I critique other people when I'm not just talking shit. And, like, last night I was watching the pregame show of the Packers, and they put Aaron Rodgers' stats up there. How this dude is not, like, in the forefront of MVP talk, I have no idea. He's got, like, 119 passer rating and 39 touchdowns going into the game last night. Going into the game with three games left, he's got 39 touchdowns and his passive rating is 119. Like, <laughs> that's like third highest all time. And only and, four
2: interceptions.
1: And you never hear about him. And yeah. it's it's quiet too. Like, it's not like I turn on the highlights and he's just like lightning. But I guess he is lightening up. But you're just so focused on what Devontae Adams is doing on the other end of it, you're forgetting that Rodgers is the one that throws him the ball. But
2: he's balling. See, and here's I the thing, get- like. People hate on Rodgers a lot, and it's understandable. People hate on the Packers, understandable. Uh, but, like, Rodgers does this every season, and it gets overlooked all the time. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback ever, but he's he's up there, man. Like, here's the thing. I don't care what anyone says. When you look at pure individual stats, he's one of the top quarterbacks of all time. Uh, if you, I'm going to put it right this way. You compare his stats for the career the seasons he's played, and you put him up against anybody else, he's better than anybody else. I don't care. I don't take away champions. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Uh, Barry, uh, you know, I, I just not Barry. Um, fucking JP, listen to this shit right here. Championships are won by the team, not the cha- not the not the quarterback. All right. So uh, Brady may have a shit ton of qu- or championships, but he didn't even win all those championships. A couple of them, he did have some, you know, comebacks in, and so I, I will give him that the credit to those. But his stats as a quarterback, I mean, he's got the stats because he's been playing forever. But like he's never stood out. The only reason he stood out is because he's on a championship team. Rodgers is doing championship MVP caliber numbers every single season and they're not winning the team and not winning championships. It has nothing to do with his play. It has to do with the fact that team can't get to the championship game. He's been in four NFC championships and they've only been to one Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's it's not it's he can only do so much. Uh, two of those NFC championships were heartbreakers And it was like what the hell Um, But yeah They cheated it, it, to get to one of them it's, it's
1: crazy the fact that They should have been in three of them Because they cheated to get to one fucking called it I'm not over it I'm not going to let it go Dez called it You know it I know it The fucking world knows it They cheated the Cowboys out of that game And then that's why That's why they ended up with a 20 point lead against Seattle And blew that shit in the end Because they didn't deserve to be there in the first fucking place Dallas would beat the shit out of Seattle, though. They had already done it that season in Seattle. Anyways, uh, took away away Tony Romo's long long time to get to the Super Bowl. That was his best chance, the best team they had, and they fucking cheated. And that's why Aaron Rodgers has to sit down when he pees, little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This guy. This guy. Oh, you just made me mad. You don't even do anything. I hate the Packers. They're number four now. You
2: know what? Like I hate the Cowboys, but they're not even in my top five. Like that's that's how little they are to me.
1: You know what I mean? You hate the Cowboys just because it's the thing to do.
2: That's no, really I hate the here's to dig. The Like I remember when I was the a kid, are awesome. I used to like the Cowboys when I was a kid. Um,
1: oh, we're gonna have to dig for some pictures now. You probably got uh, pictures in some cowboy shirts and hats I don't, when you were younger.
2: I don't. Um uh, I never had the shirts and jerseys. I always had pack My brother then though. Did you have my a brother my brother is a diehard Raiders fan, got that shield tattooed on him. What? And I got pictures. He's got yearbook pictures wearing that Aikman and Smith jersey and <laughs> he's got that big starter jacket and he's got the cowboys hat. That's some bitch was a he cowboyed out. Um but no, like mm-hmm. if you were to talk about top five hated teams, uh, my my uh, you know, I I, I kind of got the Patriots, Raiders, and then um, Pat, the Bears and the Lions are the Bears and the Vikings in, in the top four right there. Uh, I, I don't even know if I ha- if I could pick a top five. Uh, honestly, it'd probably be Seattle. I fucking can't stand Seattle at all. They're fans. And give me, I got family who are Seattle fans. Um, the team, the coach, the players—I just fucking always hate them. It, it might have to go back to the fact that fucking Pete Carroll was USC. Um, what's his What's what's a, shirt, a Sherman? Couldn't stand his ass. Lynch couldn't stand him. Russell Wilson can give a shit less. Uh, what? And, and as far as this week goes, Metcalf. Hey EJ, you going down, bro? I hope I hope I hope this age as well. Just to say this, I hope this this age as well. Well, it
1: usually doesn't work out when you do Packers. It doesn't. So, so.
2: Um, <laughs> Packers won though already. Like Packers Russell already Wilson. won, so we're good there. How do
1: you not like Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's like the most likable motherfucker in football. I hate Seattle though. I really do. I shouldn't say I hate Seattle. I used to not like them. I don't like how all their fans are like out of nowhere. All of a sudden, everybody was a Seahawks fan. People that I saw walking around with Atlanta Falcons gear on. All of a sudden, oh, I've always liked the Seahawks. I liked them since they had the white wide receiver. No, you didn't. His name is Steve Largent. You don't know who the fuck he is. How are you going to say you liked them since then? You weren't even fucking born. Did you like them when Chris Warren was the quarterback and they were in the fucking AFC West? Probably not. You probably don't even remember that shit. Anyway. Who was their quarterback? Dave Wasn't Dave Craig their quarterback for a little while?
2: I have no idea. I That's, I, I, that's how far... Uh, Yeah. I.
1: Yeah, back when Seattle was really Seattle. Show people a picture of Sean Alexander. They have no fucking clue who he is. Seriously,
2: the motherfucker was on Madden, and people still don't know who the hell he is. MVP.
1: they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I like him. Shut the fuck up. You're not a real Seahawks fan.
2: I did You're like Matt Hasselbeck. Runner. I did like Matt Hasselbeck. I did, and I couldn't. But then him. again, he's he has some green. He has some green and yellow in his background. So
1: I was gonna say, isn't he the one that again <laughs> wasn't it against Green Bay in overtime? He's like, we want the ball and we're gonna score. Yeah, yeah, And then they lose the coin toss and fucking lose on the first drive of the game. Was that not him?
2: That was him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> well, he's one of the. Like, he's one of the. He's one of the Brett Favre backups. Man, Hasselbeck yeah, sucked. Pretty sure ball. he was there with like Kurt Warner and everything.
1: He had like two good years, and all of a sudden people thought he was good. He, he, his. But I tell you what, his who two was good his years, receiver he, that
2: year? Because he had it was him, Alexander. And then he had the top. Well, we had a big receiver too.
1: I couldn't tell. That you. Super Bowl I, year. I know he had such a good season, though, that his brothers ended up getting jobs in like media because right. they were fucking. Like, who the to fuck wants to listen to Tim
2: Hasselbeck talk?
1: Tim Hasselbeck is the fucking worst. The shits. That guy's trash. I awful.
2: mean, I, it, it's it's all because he got his wife, man. Let's be honest. It's because his wife. Yeah. On that note, we'll take
1: our first break. And when we come back, we'll get into some wrestling talk. And then I got a question that I didn't tell Marty I was going to ask him. So we'll talk about it on the other side. Boot to the face, episode 116. Welcome back, Boots of the Face, episode 116, as we talk shit to one another during the break. Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker. Marty, I'm not going to ask you now, but in the next segment, I want you to think about this. If you could get Santa Claus to bring you one thing wrestling-related, it could be a pay-per-view, it could be a match, it could be a a hug from Santana Garrett, like, it could be whatever you want. A hug? Marie coming back. Whatever you want, Santa Claus can bring it to you, and I want to know what that is. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show, so stay tuned for that as we get into some talk about the sport of professional wrestling, and let's start in AEW with your world heavyweight champion, the dork of all dorks, Kenny Omega. How are you enjoying this title run so far? Heel I'll- turn, title run. Is the cleaner back, like? Give me everything you got on Kenny Omega.
2: I love it. Um he he's t- he, the the confidence that we see coming out of Kenny O. like we we ain't seen that since New Japan. Um ever since he's been we've talked about this many times before. Ever since he's been in AEW, it seems like we've gotten a watered down version of Kenny Omega. Um but I they feel like they finally he got the title and they said, "Do you?" It's simple as that. "Do you?" And I think that this, he was the perfect person to run with this this storyline um, with, with with Impact. I don't think it would have been as impactful, pun intended, if it was somebody else. Um, I just don't. And I think it works well that the fact that that uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson are over there in, in Impact and working out that. Because I think that's got something going on on uh, the fact that the fact that they're bringing in the original Bullet Club or the old Bullet Club, and you see tweets and things coming back from Tomatonga talking about this is the Bullet Club. Remember Cal Palace, y'all ended like they're, that. That's over. Um, I think that might be a foreshadow into something with New Japan, which I think that will be fantastic. Um, if I know we're talking about the future when we're asking about the 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 present, um, but an all out a real all out bullet club war between three brand three companies, dude, that's fun. That's fucking awesome. Like it, it, the elite versus the the bullet club and the the firing squad. Um, that was good and could have been better, but the fact that now if we can get like the actual like bullet club versus bullet club, um. And probably you can get the elite in there too. Um, I don't know, man. I think I think it's fantastic. But the, the Kenny Omega out there, you know, the the like I said, the confidence that he's got, the the, the promos. It's very reminiscent of uh, of Ken of Kenny Omega in New Japan and and being the cleaner and being the champion and being the guy, uh, which is you know he he made some comments the other day regarding like people watching wrestling and, and expecting things to be what they what they are from what they've seen in the past and uh, not just about him but wrestling in general. So, you know, you can't really expect to you can't expect to see the same form of Kenny Omega that we've seen in the past. Um I kinda got that from that interview, uh, and the statements he made. But as far as him being the champion right now, I love it. Um could have gone to somebody else and they could have been the champion. Absolutely. I think hangman page would have been fantastic considering um, they kind of just toss them aside again, but I think it was the perfect time. I think I think giving it to, to Omega, it's gonna elevate that to a uh, to a whole new level. I think that that Jericho and Moxley having it brought eyes from other organizations because people knew the names. But I think Kenny Omega is gonna make that championship uh to to a whole much higher elevated level than it was.
1: I feel like, unless I missed it, we never really got the full Bullet Club payoff from the Cow Palace. Like, they turned on the Bullet Club and kicked them out, made the firing squad. And from what I remember, like, nothing ever really came of it after that. Unless I'm just forgetting something.
2: It it, it was, like, in September, when it was, like, basically we had... It was uh, Death Before Dishonor, Ring of Honor. And then the next night was the... um, the, the 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 card here in in Long Beach but over like that, like that in September, October, that's kinda of when it just died out and that's when that's and they kinda of, I guess it kind of it could have been a much higher climax to that finish. But it kinda of just fizzled out after they kinda of got that to that point because that's when contracts started going away and then that's when <clears throat> that's when the, the you know the elite left Ring of Honor and they left New Japan and it was like well, where are they going to go are they going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom are they not going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom and so like that that winter um, that's just kind of where it just disappeared so yeah I don't think we we never fully got the payoff that we should have got with that
1: every time I think about that Cow Palace stuff that just reminds me how good. Fucking Omega versus Cody was and the whole thing going into it and the power struggle for who's in charge of the bullet club and the fucking suplex off the ladder to the outside of the ring through the tables, the turn. Like that shit was so good. Who booked that? Can we get them in AEW? Whoever put that damn storyline together because that thing was, it was long, it was drawn out. Cody was such an asshole. The. The, like, YouTube stuff they were putting out. The stuff they were putting out on the internet to kind of keep it going. Like, everything tied in together. And it was just so... I talk about that shit, like, what? Once every six months on here? yeah. Because it was that fucking... That's what got me into watching ROH and New Japan and stuff like that. Was that whole Bullet Club power struggle. And to be honest with you, since that's all been over, I hadn't watched much of it.
2: You want to know what's crazy? Is that they're having a final... Ring of Honor is having a final battle this month.
1: I thought they already did it. I thought it was, like, yesterday or two days Oh ago.
2: Well, that's how far past... I got the email, like, a week ago, you know, to have, like, the watch the I watch could be party. wrong
1: now. I could completely be wrong, but I feel like I saw somebody, like, coming out at Final Battle, and there was no crowd there, so I thought it was more recent than... Oh, yeah, it just happened on Friday, my bad. Yeah. See? Look at that. We're up on our ROH stuff.
2: So, and I, I was actually saving. looking forward to that. But, you know what? Same point. Like, because they hadn't been doing shit, I let my... my My members or my subscription expired because they weren't pulling anything out. They weren't, you know, there's TV shows that were being, you could pull up anywhere for the most part. But then, like, all of a sudden, out of no, they had no pay per views. And then all of a sudden, I get an email, hey, you can watch Final Battle. I'm like, where the fuck has this been? I don't see them posting shit about it. I'm sure they have. It's not hitting my feed. Um, I, I guess there's the algorithms are popping other stuff up there instead. Um, but they, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, I, I'm, that's something I'm gonna take a look into because, uh, when I was trying to see some stuff pop up on there, I was like, oh, uh, when I pulled a lot of email, I'm like, oh, maybe something i might be looking into. So I looked it up and, uh, might have to take a look into that. But yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor, uh, it's kind of, ever since the Elite has left, um, it's, it has gone down. Like after, after a Super, our Super Card. Our G1 Supercard, like, it was kind of, I can't, I'm not going to lie, after that, I don't think I tuned in very much after that.
1: Um, Omega, one thing <clears throat> he's been teasing and bringing up is kind of collecting belts, and he started this little beef with Rich Swann. Um, what, did you see did he's you gonna... seen
2: his Thanos picture? No, I didn't. There's a So there's fan art of him with a Thanos glove, and it has, like, starts having the collection going on. It's a pretty cool picture.
1: Yeah, I haven't, uh, well, he's only got one fucking belt, though, so what could he have on <laughs> like?
2: Well, I think, I think it has to just, uh, it has to go with just titles he's won or something like that. Ah. Uh,
1: um, but yeah, he's, he's talking about being a belt collector. Obviously, he'll destroy Rich Swann, because Rich Swan is the world champion, does absolutely nothing for me. I thought he should have lost the title to Chris Bay last week, and that didn't happen. Um. What do you think about Omega going around collecting belts?
2: I, I, if hey, if we're gonna have this, this is gonna go. I'll answer more of this later when you ask. When you, when I answer your question, uh, I, I don't mind it. I like it, it especially we, we've talked multiple times about there being like a Omega organization and then doing like a, it's kind of like a territory, you know, but it's territory impact territory AEW and hopefully territory in, uh, New Japan. Um, it'd be nice if if Ring of Honor came a part of that too, and all four of them could do something because that'd be fantastic. That talent that all four brands have would be phenomenal. Um, but here's my question regarding Rich Swan: Is it was mentioned I think last week, the like week before, Don Callis grabs the AEW Championship, hangs it over Rich Swan, and said, "This is a real, this is the real World Championship." The AEW title, yeah, and I'm like. Aren't you the like the vice president or CEO of this fucking company, and you're just basically telling your champion like you're not this other company's championship is the real championship? I I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I, th- <laughs> I unless Calus is going to turn on him somehow, um, I think it's leading straight towards him becoming double champion, a double company.
1: Wow, that's uh that's that's different. Um the, the you know, I don't like to compare WWE and AEW stuff just for the sake of doing it, but every time I see Don Callis and Omega <clears throat> together, I just think they're already doing this with Roman and and Paul Heyman. Now, obviously, it's a little bit different. It's a little different of a dynamic. But optically, Don Callis and Paul Heyman resemble each other. They act almost the same. Um, I don't know. It just had this whole thing happened four months ago before Roman and Heyman got together,
2: WWE cop in AEW.
1: I think I'd be into it more. I'm not saying they're copying. I'm just saying for me, it reminds me of one thing. And so it kind of turns me off. Of, plus, I don't like fucking Omega or <laughs> Don Callis. But. I don't know. I haven't watched Impact with him on there. Like it hasn't made me tune into Impact. I've watched more Impact in the past month and a half before Omega started going on there than I have after.
2: I've watched more Impact over the last two weeks than I've watched over the last two years. Well. Yeah. I've it. just uh, throwing that it out. It's the exact opposite for me. So it has brought my attention to them. Um I'm sorry, I
1: just lost my complete train of thought. Goldberg, speaking of Roman Reigns, calls out Roman Reigns on the bump. You know, he took my move, and I do the spear, and he was dodging me last year. I, for one, was upset when everything got, not just because, well, obviously, for obvious reasons, I was upset at the COVID breakout, but one thing I wanted to see in person was Roman Reigns beat Goldberg's ass last year. Beat the
2: shit out of him. That's what I wanted.
1: I was completely fine with it last year. Now, I don't really give a shit. Like, it does nothing for me anymore. But leading into WrestleMania, knowing that we were going to get Roman Reigns beating Goldberg at WrestleMania and we were going to be there and the whole pomp and circumstance, the Goldberg entrance in person, Roman coming down and whooping his ass in person at WrestleMania, I was ready for it. One year later, less than a year later, Marty,
2: I don't give a fuck. Like, Goldberg can stay retired for all I care. Well, according to John Cena Sr., uh, Goldberg needs to keep his ass retired anyways. Um, I don't know if you've seen comments of John I'm sorry to like John Cena's dad. Uh, just keep all these little comments he makes on interviews. I don't know if he's on a podcast or regular on interviews or something like that. But he's always making comments. Uh he has. He's had things about Undertaker. He's had things about Cena. He's had things about other people. Uh, Roman. Uh, but then he he had one about Goldberg not too long ago. Also, it it was basically like nobody wants to see you stay retired. I'm for one am not gonna pay, not paying to come see your old ass reti- old ass fight. Like get over, like some people and he, and he comes out like some people need to know when to hang it up and you certainly need to hang it up. um, and can't just kind of go into more in detail, more longer storyline, a uh, story to that. But yeah, like the only reason why I wanted to see Goldberg at WrestleMania was want to see him at WrestleMania. But I wanted him to get his ass beat quickly and brutally by Roman to win that title. Like that's what I wanted. Uh, not because I hate, I I have anything against Goldberg. I just wanted Roman to win that handedly um over someone who's who you know is a legend in the industry um but yeah like you said like at this point it's like i mean we don't want undertaker back it, it's just there's no reason goldberg coming back in the ring brings nothing of value at this point
1: yeah i i don't know like i i have nothing against goldberg i know a lot of people hate goldberg i don't care either way like he he doesn't move the needle for me either way, but I was excited to see Roman whoop his ass. Like I know he's a huge star, um, but yeah, I just I mean, hang it up. Like it's over. You Goldberg tries to. D- it's weird because when he wrestled, he didn't do a lot, and I feel like now he's trying to do too much, and it's exposing how awful he really is. And so I don't know. I We're got dynamic. I got the
2: dream match for you. WrestleMania 30, this is going to be 36 or 37? This will be 30, hold on. Let me check my
1: cup that I'm drinking water out of right here. Oh, they don't even have the number on it.
2: I feel like This'll this be, is 37 oh, or 36. How old am I?
1: WrestleMania is one year younger than, it's 36, WrestleMania 30. Oh, okay, that's
2: right. I was like, I think this last year was 35. I got a WrestleMania 36 match for you. It's going to be Goldberg. Versus Braun Strowman. Uh, I don't. I hate it. That's gonna, that's gonna be like this is gonna be the Chris Rucker match.
1: Yeah, Chris Rucker
2: special. <laughs> special they should name of, it after special me. Special ring enforcer, the Undertaker. There, book it. <laughs> what? At the end of it, <laughs> who's gonna, gonna
1: with, be the special referee? Uh, fucking Jordan Grace. This match. Let everybody just get everybody. This, in this here? match
2: got rucked. <laughs> get everybody
1: in here. <laughs> My God, that's awful. Uh, but let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into some more wrestling talk and see what Marty wants for Christmas in his pro wrestling Santa Claus wish list right here on Boot to the Face. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 116. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez. Ezekiel Elliot is out for the game today.
2: So why even watch the game, man? Don't put yourself through that. Like, just be honest. I'm looking out for your well-being and your mental health. Don't put yourself through that. Don't do it. I mean,
1: technically, we're st- we still have a chance. Technically, if Washington. If Washington loses out and we win out, we win the division. Do you guys have and the tiebreaker over them? No, we don't. That's why we have to win one more game than them. They have the tiebreaker. They sweat. But if, if
2: you win out and they win out, you guys
1: will all be tied. No, if they they're up two games on us right now. So if they lose out and we win out, we're one game ahead of them. We gotta get to one game ahead of them. There's no way we could be tied with them and win because they swept us.
2: Um Okay. The uh, back to I was about to mention earlier, we're talking about like MVP and stuff like that. Um talk about Mahomes and Rodgers. And like I, I I like Mahomes. And I feel like he's gonna steal the MVP. Just because, Still. Just because of the no, hold on. If you look at stat wise, Rogers is having a much better year quarterbacking, but the fact that they're twelve and one is going to give them the bump. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, it just sucks because it's like again, he's doing well, but he's not individually he's not doing as well as as Rogers is. But his team's doing better by the by the. But at the same point, you know. His strength of schedule, I feel like, isn't there. So like today, I get where like the Packers are in the are in the first place title, uh, race right now for Fan of C. So like tied with and with uh, the Saints, who the Saints are playing the, the Chiefs today. I, I would even though they'd be still tied, I want the Chiefs to fucking lose the the Saints today. I want I want Breeze to have a big day return. I want Kamara to have a killer day, put up 35 40 points today. I need that cuz I got to be EJ's ass. Um but like I just want I want Mahomes to get a couple more losses. Simply put. I just need that to happen. But anyway, I digress. Back to wrestling talk. Yeah, I don't There's no M- Dak
1: Prescott should be MVP.
2: First of all, first hold on. I made this argument, what, two years ago, three years ago. The Packers were favorites to win the Super Bowl. Rodgers goes down a couple games in, and they become the worst team in the league. That should have been the year that a player injured should have got MVP. It showed that the Packers weren't a team at all without Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, Romo could have made that argument a couple times because the the Cowboys went from fucking... Competing for division titles and in the playoffs, too. As soon as he gets hurt, like, the whole fucking thing falls yeah, apart. Yeah, compete
2: so. division titles, but, t- you know, Super Bowl contender or Super Bowl favorite, too. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. When they're going to the divisional championship and getting robbed by fucking Green Bay. That's Different not season, a championship bro. contender. Different season. Yeah, and then the very next season, he got injured, and they couldn't win three fucking football games. They went from 12-4 and four to 4-12. Four and 12 Well, the Robo season before...
2: Guy. And the season after that injury, Rodgers was in the NFC Championship game.
1: And he cheated to get to one of them. Oh, my God. He wouldn't have been there. Can we That's get the whole on point. to wrestling? Get back to wrestling. No. Fuck wrestling. Fuck fuck all this. I quit. It's over. Um, Happy New <laughs> Year's, y'all.
2: Happy New Year's. Hope hope your New Year is better than, than boots in the faces. Marty, what do you want Santa to get you
1: for wrestling
2: for uh, Christmas? Nobody can see this. So I want you eye to eye. You you can see me eye to eye. You know my answer here. So leave it like that. Uh, I'm gonna keep this because you know you never know who's listening. So, um, now Santa, to be honest, Santa's what Santa's
1: listening. You better fucking be on your best behavior.
2: Then I'm gonna send my I'm gonna send my thoughts and my letters to Santa that he can make that shit happen. Uh, anyways, the if I were to ask for anything and like legit happen. Um, it's a two-parter, like, consider it a gift and a stocking stuffer, we'll put it that way. Uh, I would, I would honestly would, would love to see a cross-promotion, um, organization and network. And I, and I mean, everybody, you know, it would be like flip the switch and tomorrow, not only is it in a competitive industry, but you have... The WWE working with AEW, working with New Japan, working with Ring of Honor, working with Impact, World Champions versus World Champ. When we have a class of champions, it's legit class of fucking champions. Um, you know, people are working together for the industry, getting wrestling over bigger than it's ever been or ever could be. Um, I know it never happened. That's why you know when you ask Santa for something to happen. Uh, it'd take a miracle for it to make it happen, and it, it would, if it would work, works fluid, and there wasn't egos involved to where one company had to be bigger than the other, uh, that would be honestly the, the the most awesome thing to watch. I I didn't grow up in the era. Uh, I was I you know obviously the era of the territories was before my time, so I never got to watch like that territory days. Why are you um, going to call Pete out like that? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying this has to be territories, but it kind of would be like that kind of feel, and I think that would be pretty cool to, to really watch and enjoy um, and then the stocking stuffer, which would kind of come off of that, would be for people just to fucking enjoy wrestling for wrestling, and and get over the, you know, this brand is better than that brand, this brand's copying this brand, this brand ain't shit and this brand, they, they this company hasn't been doing this, and I was like, just shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up! You're like the Bears talking about their '85 championship. Nobody gives a shit. Just enjoy the sport of what we're watching. You know, let shit play out. Let it work. Uh, that would be my stocking stuffer to go along with my my Santa my Santa gift. Um, now, the real gift. Well, we'll just leave that till later. I um
1: so I was, I was going to make it easy and say that I would love for all this shit to be gone away and for us to be able to go to events and stuff like that. And right before you said, I wish people would enjoy it. I thought I would love for Santa to bring wrestling talk to be banned on all social media, just so people could shut the fuck up and just enjoy it and not have a way to get, excuse me influence because believe it or not i think a lot of these fans that constantly do stuff they influence a lot like when you start seeing some like think about roman a couple years ago like his big moment gets ruined at royal rumble because it gets spoiled that by cm punk that he's the chosen guy right <clears throat> so think of how much better that moment could have been because just a year before that when batista came back the crowd was fucking chanting for roman to win when he was the last guy eliminated Think about right now. We've already got spoilers coming out for what WrestleMania is flying around social media. So now people can bitch and complain because they see what's happening. They see the story coming. You got all this fighting between fans and constant negativity. So if it was me, I'd get like one year of you can't tweet or talk about wrestling on social media just to make people realize that the shit's supposed to be fun. It ain't supposed to be so goddamn negative. That would be my
2: wish. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. No spoilers. You put people fucking out of business, so to speak, because they wouldn't be spoiling shit that they shouldn't be spoiling. Um, <clears> Take <throat> think to a different side. It came aspect of it all. Did you watch this last the season finale of Mandalorian yet? I did. I, hey, man, I
1: know that's your boy and all. Uh, Sasha <laughs> whoop, Boba Fett's ass. Boba He's Fett's gonna... a fucking old ass man. He didn't even want to fight no
2: more. He was He's an like, old-ass man. man. He was she, like, look, I'm going to I'm stay
1: up here. I'm going to drive around. I'm going to shoot at some shit, make it look like cause a distraction. Y'all go in and do the hand-to-hand stuff because I'm starting to second-guess myself. As uh, my boy Dez said, that little rocket launcher DDT she hit on his ass. Such <laughs> <laughs> a his ass.
2: But there was, for, I'm not going to spoil it for those who may not have watched it yet. Um, but like something happens in that series at the that finale which I'm not going sh- I'm not going to lie I popped like a motherfucker in that part um it was fantastic and I it was something I was hoping would happen um and it did um but then said person said thing um sent out a tweet oh I read it too I know exactly what you You know, know what about. I mean and it's like the fact that my involvement was kept silent and no spoilers or leaks or aiming for over a year to make this happen shows just how, how mon- like not just not monumental, but how effective the, the, the scene and the, the show ended up being like if, if it had been spoiled and people had been announced and things have been told, it wouldn't have been the same. It would have been ruined. But the fact that you were able to watch that and then that happened and it's like, Holy shit. That was, that's, and the fact that it was over a year in the works and it happened and it was filmed a year ago. Uh, I I don't think I mentioned this before. My assistant manager that works for me, he's in the Mandalorian. Like he's, he's in a couple scenes and he actually has been doing more filming for the next season. Um, But like, it's, it's just like that, that right there, that was awesome. And that's what we used to have in wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you and I, uh, when Roman returned, that was big. That that I didn't see that coming. I you know always hoped that would happen, but we didn't see that coming. Um, and then for me, the Hardy, when the Hardys returned to WrestleMania, that was completely kept quiet. Even though you had some anticipation, just because they you know lost the titles the night before, but but still nobody knew. It wasn't leaked that they were going to be there. Uh, it wasn't leaked that they were there, and all of a sudden their music hit. You know, there's just those moments when they really hold true and hold hold that information in, and it doesn't leak out, and some jackass doesn't release it on his website. Um, it fucking works, and if it was like that more often, then there'd be less shit for people to complain about and more excitement for people to enjoy. It's like,
1: I don't mean to sound like an old guy, but like back when I was a teenager watching wrestling, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash showed up on Monday Nitro. It was like, what the fuck is going on here? And you actually thought, like, are they going rogue? Because you didn't know. Why didn't you know? Because you don't have some fucking dork on Twitter running a website, like, telling you, oh, yeah, they just signed a four-year deal. This is not really an invasion angle. Like, what do you gain out of that? What do people gain by paying attention to that stuff? Like, the fun part of wrestling is buying into it. Like, not oh, this guy lost, and he needs to go over, and he, like, we're, I say this all the time, and this goes for, like, me too. We're too far into it to enjoy it like we used to. Like, we want to be insiders, and wanting to be on the inside and second-guessing everything takes away a big percentage of why you would like something. And so I try as much as I can to kind of watch it as a fan as opposed to, trying to dissect every fucking thing that they
2: do. Absolutely. So, I agree with you 100% on that. Like that I, I do tell myself. And here's the thing, like I know I critique everything, but every time I watch wrestling, and even if it's going to if I'm watching all wrestling in one night, every time I put into it, like I do my best to remove myself from what I've seen or what I've talked about or what I've heard, and I just watch the program for what it is in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. I've watched Harry Potter fucking a million times. The whole fucking series. But every time I put on one of the movies, I fucking just sit there and watch it and act as if I'd never watched it before. And just enjoy the fucking movie. I'm one of those people, like we talked to you the last episode. I love movies, and I can watch movies over and over again. I know a lot of people who watch it once, and they oh yeah, I watched that movie before, I don't need to watch it again. I'm not that person. If I watch a movie, I'll watch it 35 million times. I love to rewatch movies, uh, <clears throat> but I rewatch them even though I know what's going to happen. But I watch it as if it's my first time. Yeah, some of the stuff's going to not going to be the same and not going to hit the same way. But I still enjoy it the same way I did the first time I watched it. You know what I mean? And and that's that's what I try to do with wrestling all the time. Yeah, sometimes I get spoiled, but for the most part, I just I just try it every time, even though I know. Oh, it's raw. Probably not going to be very good. Probably going to fast forward a lot, but I'm going to watch it and I'm going to do my best to enjoy the shit out of this show. Because if not, then why the fuck am I watching in the first place?
1: Well, see, I've been a little bit different with that aspect of it. I don't think as fans and as a consumer of the product, you should feel like I'm going to try to enjoy this. Like you should be able to watch it and enjoy it. Which is why I haven't been watching Raw lately, because it hasn't been good to watch. And going in the break, we'll leave that there. And when we come back, we'll talk about how USA feels about how shitty Raw has been lately. Here on Boot to the Face, Chris Rucker, and Marty Vasquez. Stay tuned. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Welcome back to Boot to the Face here on Full Press Coverage On iTunes, on Spreaker, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, minivans all across this great nation. Google Play. It's definitely minivans. Dropping their children off. Definitely
2: minivans because them soccer moms be pulling over, dropping their kids off at practice, and, you know, they turn that dial over.
1: We're big in the soccer mom community.
2: Put that bitch up on 11.
1: (laughs) Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker. Marty, before we went to break, we were talking about Monday Night Raw. Uh, last week, we, we or last episode, it was actually brought up how bad the Raw ratings are, and I asked you whether or not Vince would change up what he's doing. Well, it looks as if he's not going to have a choice. USA is "quote unquote" furious with how the ratings are, which I don't understand because they still get better ratings than fucking uh, the burn their, notice that, and that, rest that, of the bullshit. The
2: burn notice is <laughs> over though. The, then after, the, after that the, the only thing I could think of, well, though. The third, after those. the third run through of Chicago PD, <laughs> yeah. See, and I it's love Chicago. P. O- I love the Chicago series, and, and that's and that's one thing on I'm pissed again. off about the fact no. we got two episodes, and then they went on hiatus until the until spring, which is like why even give us episodes this season. Um, but like, yeah, like, it's definitely bringing in more shit than other other programs.
1: USA wants uh, more adult content. Apparently adult content, you say? Is. Sounds like somebody's yeah.
2: Christmas wish is being answered. Uh oh.
1: RVD was already tweeting about it. I saw you. I didn't know what he was talking about until you sent me the notes. He goes, Oh, WWE needs more adult content. No, sorry, RVD. We don't want your wife with her fucking big fake ass twerking all over the damn screen, shooting money out of her butt, stuff like that. Like,
2: Dude, like, she was. Here's the thing. She was like kind of enjoyable to watch in women wrestling, and then like they went on hiatus for the season, and then she went with him to to Impact, and it's like, what what are we watching here? Like, let's be honest, she went from being like this goddess, being you know being like being catered to to damn near being like a stripper. That's more than
1: a stripper. I know. I turned I'm, on Impact I'm, once. I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm trying RVD, to be nice. Her and RVD were in a hot tub with another girl.
2: Well, yeah. That's like, that's they're they're like sister wives, man. That's his wife and his girlfriend. Oh, that's his real life
1: gimmick then. Yeah, like, He
2: does that in real life. Yes. Oh.
1: Damn RVD,
2: dude. Uh, so here, here's, I saw her. I I like RVD. <laughs> I've had a drink with RVD. I think I do too. Now uh, at the uh, <laughs> the la- that women the wrestling. Uh, um, taping i went to i i sat there and and drank a beer with him at the bar i was talking to him for a minute um and he was because he was there. obviously she you know she was on the roster she was wrestling that night uh they were doing all the season tapings but dude he was cool as hell that night talking and just drinking a beer right there at the bar while i was standing there um you know who i saw at a bar once who in chicago at
1: starcast i was just standing at the bar and Look over and there's all these women wrestlers sitting at this table. And I'm like, oh, cool. There's Velvet Sky, you know, whatever. Like, oh, cool. There's uh, Britt Baker. You know, who gives a shit? There's all these other chicks. And then all of a sudden, this woman walks in and everybody's head's turning. Would you like to guess who that was, Marty? Just, saying. I believe I sent you a picture. I sent the little creepy picture that I took. And who was it? Santana Garrett came in. Marty yep. saw her at the bar, but they were roped off. Like they were, because as soon as all the women like sat down, they started getting like people coming over to them, and they were just trying to get something to eat. So they were roped off, and I didn't want to go bother them. Plus, I had, you know, I knew she was going to be down there for the signing, and I could get her to sign your picture the next day. Sign your picture the next day. Uh, I don't know where we were going, but oh yeah, RVD. WWE Wishless wrong. Wishless. Santana Garrett just threw the whole fucking show off. Thanks a lot, Santana. Maybe you should come on here and talk to us.
2: You know what? That's that's my goal. You know fuck everything else. What's you know what I want, Santa? I want Santana gear on Boots <laughs> of the Face in 2021. <laughs> fuck everything else. We need Santana on San, Santa bring us Santana. That's that's what we want. You know hashtag that shit. You know what I wonder? I'm just thinking out loud.
1: All right, so if you look at like her posts and stuff like that, she's really like positive and like oh, there's nothing are ever. Too, are any, we too negative? Any negative on that? We need no, clean, I we need because to clean I, her act up. No, because I was just I thinking will. like I was going to I was gonna cut what you were just saying and like post it and tag her mm-hmm. in, it, and then you start cussing. So I'm wondering if she's like. Like say Mickey James on Gall TV. Like they cuss like a motherfucker on there. But Mickey James is always posting positive stuff too. So I wonder if Santana Garrett is like that behind the scenes, or if she looks at stuff like we say and she's like, Oh my god. And she just gives us the little like sympathy. Hope you guys are doing well. Dude, she was oh,
2: with Mike Durbin.
1: I don't think she knew who Mike Durbin was though. He had a serious XM radio. <laughs> yeah, he he Trick her, he her ass. tricked her ass. He tricked everybody. He had a little camera set up. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mike. I'm pretty sure she That's I'm it. pretty sure she had no clue that he was like tied with Vince Russo. Hey,
2: I have like. I have a Sirius XM like entry card with my name on it. I'm gonna make a am I'm, I'm gonna XM. take a picture of that and I'm like, hey Santana, uh we you know, we got you know, we have connections at Sirius XM. I was wondering if you come on for an interview. Didn't say we can get her on the Sirius XM. But now you're,
1: trying to, now you're trying to
2: lie to her. My no, God, this is just going. I'm not down lying. Real quick. I'm just, I'm just trying to get her on the air. I want. I want her history. to share her story with the masses, so people somebody, know.
1: <laughs> somebody out there's gonna like tag her in it and tell her to listen to this, and she's gonna be like these dishonest, profane motherfuckers. Like,
2: <laughs> how dare! They? And then she's <laughs> gonna see the name. She can be like, oh, I know all oh, three yeah. of those names: uh, Marty, Chris, Boots to the face. I those, I see those names all the time. Never yeah. mind. Forget these people.
1: That would be the dream. So anyway, the invite is open. We're not desperate or anything, like begging for that last dance. I or- think
2: I have her her PC address still. Send her a nice, nice <gasps> Christmas card. Oh, send her this a Christmas just got-
1: card. This just got stalkers.
2: No, she's because she sent that with
1: the. I'm just fucking with you, but yeah. people out there don't know that. You just like, hey, I think I got her address.
2: <laughs> no, I, I sent her PC address from the mail when she sent the stuff. Like, I bought, we you know we have both bought things from her, and she sent it from the PC address, so that's like her fan mail. So it's like you know, send a Christmas card. Hey, hope hope you have a good 2021. Hope you see you on Raw or SmackDown. See you on SmackDown, not Raw, uh, and maybe boot to the face in 2021.
1: Well, you better get that shit in the mail now. Christmas is Friday.
2: I know. I'm. A, I'm. got. I got a FedEx that shit overnight.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I just lost my place on my notes. Here we go. USA Furious A W Holiday Bash. Let's talk about.
2: Oh wait, that. hold on. We didn't. We didn't really get into that. Uh, adult content, and then yeah, they're not talking like sexual content. They're talking like dark so and wait, violent. Wait. So hot lesbian action's not coming back? Here's the thing. Now, it's funny you mentioned it. I left this out of the notes. But I did see. I did see. This is that Liv actually wants to re reintroduce the lesbian angle with Lana, and have a finish to that storyline.
1: <laughs> you could stop that finish. Um,
2: <laughs> I figured I, could. I had to finish. I had. I had to go a little bit <laughs> further on that one. I'm like, yeah, let's so keep going.
1: So they want more dark violence.
2: Yes, they want. They want more. Yes, they want more dark and violent. Well, if you look at USA and the TV shows they, they usually have, they're like dark and drama. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's probably what they're, yeah. they're like. This is the demo that we have on our show. Yeah, we have wrestling demo coming to watch the program. But the demo that comes to our network at that time of day, are people looking for like dark and drama. So
1: Well, see, this is the problem with having such a shitty show for so long in Monday Night Raw that when the ratings get to an all-time low, now you got the network trying to get involved in how to book your TV show. Like, you wanted pro wrestling on here. You didn't want creative control. Yeah, you're paying me a shitload of money for my product, but it's still my fucking no, product. they're not. Actually,
2: WWE. So, like, USA, what I saw, is expected to bring in over almost $500 million next year off WWE, from WWE. Yeah, so, but they
1: pay for the rights to broadcast it. But so th- it's, it's just like any other consumer. Like I, like my company sells alcohol. We buy the alcohol and then we turn around and sell it for a higher profit. And then the liquor stores and the bars turn around and sell it for an even higher profit. It's the same fucking thing.
2: Well, I mean, it's no different than Fox having to say so in what they're looking for and requesting on on their network. You know what I mean? And they—they, they, I mean, they paid billion dollars for it, and they—it's been brought up on air multiple times at the people at Fox. Uh, hell, it's been brought up over the last two weeks multiple times that the Friends at Fox, Kevin Owens, has said it multiple times too. The you know the Friends at Fox want certain things.
1: Oh, did you see? Did, did you see my tweet? I did, I did. did you see, the, it's just, happening.
2: Did you, now?
1: Don't you hate people on the internet though?
2: Like <laughs> did some you see guy that gets fucking, all... that Guy, he fucking saw the bait. And fucking chowed down on that bitch. He bit right, down let me, and that bitch came you. through his lip.
1: Let me ask you this. When you saw me tweet that, did you think I was being serious? Did you think no. I was being funny?
2: I thought you were being sarcastic as fuck. It's like, you know what I'm saying so I thought you were like exaggerating the point that somebody else would've done. Like some people would've actually like seen that and like, oh, the rock's absolutely coming. Exactly. And, and you I know when as soon as you saw it, I'm like this motherfucker, you just had to, I'm you, you just I, had to go there, and you a, had to you had to do that. Like if like it would have been no different if you would have took a picture of his old tattoo. Like see the Brahma, the bull the rocks coming. But this motherfucker, he bit the bait and he chowed down. He's still shitting that boots to the face right now. Like that, yeah, he, that he, that's still he, coming out of him. Like he he had to show pictures and everything of like, oh my goodness, like dude.
1: That's no. when you take it too serious. That's what we were talking about earlier. Like I I don't like the vernacular. He's a, a prize fighter. Use. He's
2: always been everything he does has a bull in it. Yeah, bro, but it's the Brahma bull. It's it's actually it's Project Rock. Like it is the he Rock. T- it's the, the thing Rock I didn't is sponsored. Like was, it's like it's no different than if you watch a college basketball game and you watch UNC and all of a sudden there's a Jordan emblem on there. Guess what? Jordan's sponsoring it. John Jordan's involved. Guess what? That's the Brahma. That's Project Rock. Those shit ain't cheap. The Rock's involved in this shit. Get behind it, bro. He said
1: it has absolutely nothing to do with The Rock. And that's the shit I don't like. Like, how the fuck do you know? Like, one, I was joking with the tweet. And two, you have no more inside information than I do. You're just going off of uh, whatever you see on TV. But I don't know. I just don't like it how you, you come up with an idea or you come up, you talk about something that people are talking about. And there's always somebody there immediately to act as if they know more than you do when you don't like we're all just guessing. We're all just trying to enjoy what we're watching on TV and looking forward to what we want to look forward to. You don't have to go trying to put the old kibosh on it. I know Kevin Owens in the rocket. Why would The rock come help Kevin Owens?
2: <laughs> right.
1: Of all the people, Roman Reigns is beating the shit out of him. Why would he come help? Yeah, why would he come help Kevin Owens? That's who brings the Rock out of retirement. Kevin fucking Owens. No thanks. Or as
2: Marty called him, fucking happy to have a job. Ko. (laughs) I I mean, did you not get? uh, did you watch? You watch SmackDown right this week? Did you not get that vibe from him again? Man, they whooped his ass a lot. He got his ass.
1: Well, that was an ongoing thing. I mean, the dude,
2: dude the, the the broadcast ended with him saying, I'm going to win that title or I'm going to die a child. That sounds like a desperate motherfucker right there.
1: It sounds like he needs to get his affairs in order because <laughs> I don't think Roman's going to have a problem making that shit happen for him.
2: Well, you know, luckily up there in Canada, they have a very good program to help the people in their country out. So I'm sure his kids will still be able to get some food on the table. My goodness. Um, <laughs> fucking... Happy to
1: have a job, K.O. Okay, Let's talk some AEW Holiday Bash before we get up out of here. Uh, Wrestle Kingdoms coming up also. We we we'll have we have time. We'll talk about Wrestle Kingdom next week though. We're going to talk maybe big we'll time like about a, Wrestle Kingdom this year. Yeah, maybe we'll do a a big time preview of Wrestle Kingdom next week. I think
2: I think I'm, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put an invite out there right now for Wrestle Kingdom. Robert Custis, I know you're listening, bro. I want you on before Wrestle Kingdom starts. This is Well, week and a half, two weeks. We need to get you on for the Wrestle Kingdom talk. Because I want to talk to you about that. I want to get your opinion on there. See if you can make it happen. If you don't want to come on, I understand. But I'm giving the invite now. We'll make it happen. You come on and we'll talk Wrestle Kingdom. We'll talk New Japan.
1: Well, the invite's been put out to old Custis. He's probably outside somewhere smoking meat right now. Knowing him. You know what? We're in a deer stand.
2: I'm going to give it early right now. Because I have a big thank you. The shout out for Mr. Robert Custis. Um, given somebody didn't give him the full address, <clears throat> uh, I'm not gonna throw any names out, nothing like that. But, I gave him the
1: exact address you gave me.
2: Well, then maybe he didn't see the apartment number on there because he, he, he you didn't
1: send me one.
2: Yes, I did. All right, and he texted me, so I sent it. He, he resent the package. Uh, but speaking of smoking. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait. Because this is... No, no. You are not about to do that. So, we talked about Santana Garrett that I met at StarCast. And I had a picture to send you. And it kept getting sent back to my house. Are you telling me that Robert tried to send you something as well and it got sent back to you? Yes. Oh. So, maybe this is a California thing
2: or Marty doesn't know his own fucking address First of all. And you're blaming it on everybody else. I feel like... You're the only person who sent me like multiple things over the last two years and has had issues between Santana Garrett, the Amazon, uh, Robert Custis. I'm just saying there's also another factor involved in that as well. Uh, just saying. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Here's the thing. Hold on. <clears throat> you sent me a package about a month and a half ago, which has my apartment number on there. And then a month later... You asked me, "Hey, can I give your address to Robert I'm mean, "Yeah, go on ahead." You already had my address on file. So how is it any different?
1: I don't understand the question. That's <laughs> exactly. me asking you. Because exactly. I
2: didn't want to go back into the text messages looking for it when I could just I didn't I didn't it resend me. it to you though. You just asked me, "Can I can, is it cool if I?" I'm like, "Yeah, go on ahead." I didn't give you the address at that that time. Oh. Oh, I just wanted to make, you know, I don't want to no, I know your address. No, no, that's that, without, I don't have a problem with consent. that. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is that I didn't give, re-give you the address. The address was already given to you prior, so that apartment number is already in there because I already got a package from you. So right. either way, whether he saw it, whether you didn't send the address, the apartment number, I don't know. Either way. Anyways. I like how you deflecting. Shout out to Robert Custis. I get a I package from him. Address. Open up the package. <clears throat> and you it's, know what your zip code is? It's just a pack full of cigars, man. And and a note from him, a very appreciative note. Um, can't wait to enjoy those. Um, but yeah, I just gotta give a big shout out to that. That was much appreciated on everything. Um, congratulations on the baby. So that's why he sent that to me. Um, so it was, it was appreciated. I'm just gonna give that shout out to him. I now. tried to
1: send you something for the baby, and it kept getting delayed and sent back to us. So. Now we got to think of something else because the baby's already fucking here because Amazon's a bunch of cocksuckers sometime. But if you're listening to this, go use Amazon because I have stock in it. So I need that stock to go up (laughs) so I can retire. Um, But they're still assholes. But yeah. So we'll talk Wrestle Kingdom next week. Hopefully we'll be joined by Robert Custis. But this week, let's talk a little A W holiday bash or whatever. What's the big deal with this?
2: Uh, Just another... Another card. Here's the thing: so like AEW isn't putting out pay-per-views; they're putting out like pay-per-view episodes. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like they have all these different shows, and it's like winter winter's coming, which essentially winter is coming. That should have been like a pay-per-view. Why I don't I don't I don't understand why what their issue is with having pay-per-views. Maybe they don't want people to pay for it. Maybe they don't think people will pay for it. I don't know. Uh, so before we get into the car, like, what's your thoughts on like them having these like specialty v- episodes rather than having pay per views? I like them. Um, I mean, I like, I like, I also like A W's
1: format of having a pay per view every every three months. Uh, WWE's having TLC tonight. They just had a pay per view. It feels like three weeks ago. Like, especially with no fans being there, this would have been a perfect time to scale back the pay per view. Uh, schedule, but I like AEW's quarterly pay-per-view schedule but in between why not have a special event Like you're not as into WCW as I was clearly but Clash of the Champions was always free, it was something that was on TBS on a different night of the week because they didn't have a pay-per-view every month as they did like going towards the end of it they had pay-per-view every two or three months so they would have a clash in the champions two or three times a year and i fucking loved it it was like a pay-per-view but it was on regular tv the matches were bigger than what your regular weekly matches will be i like the fact that aew is kind of protecting some people like putting them in squash matches versus enhancement talent as opposed to on monday night raw you know you see randy orton versus aj styles like every fucking week like In theory, that match should be more important than what it is if they could protect it, but they don't. I do like the fact that AEW protects their matches and then on events like this, it'll be bigger matches with stuff that you wouldn't normally see. So I enjoy it. I I love the theme, you know, Bash at the Beach and what was the other one they had? Winners coming. Like, I like it. I mean, the names are dorky, but I like the fact that it's special event episodes.
2: Okay, that's cool. I was just curious. Um, So this was already a... I'm not... I, I slid away from the spoilers because this is a card that was pre-taped. Um, Essentially, with it being Christmas week, they probably didn't want to record and film live and just kind of gave <clears throat> their talent the, the week off for the holiday. Uh, but there's a few different matches on here. It's not a big card. So I, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> it has a name for... You know, like a like a big pay-per-view, but it doesn't have a card, really, for it. Um, tag team championships, the Bucks versus the Acclaimed. What are your thoughts on the Acclaimed, first of all? Uh, I like them. I hope they don't overdo their
1: gimmick. Um, but I like them. I, I like... I'll I, I tell you what. As much shit as I give the Young Bucks about not being that good... I will say that they have their eye on younger tag team talent and they're giving they're giving people chances. Cause I mean, I don't know the inner workings of AEW, but I would imagine the young bucks have a lot to do with scouting tag teams outside of the company and teams like private party. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that just wrestled Cody the other night, him and his partner. Fuck. I can't think of their names. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Uh, L, L. I I was gonna say El Generico, isn't that Sammy Zayn? <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Awards, man. Can't, the Sammy Awards. I can't, I can't think of the, guy, the guy's name, but there's two of them, obviously. They're a good tag team, private party. Um I like that the Young Bucks are bringing in outside tag teams and giving Angelico. them Angelico. Like Angelico and Jack Evans. Um like, aren't these the two guys that They called them out in like a DM message because they saw them on social media or something like Mm -hmm. that. So then the Young Bucks said, well, shit, let me take a look at it. Oh, look, they look like they could be primed to be a good tag team in years to come in AEW. Let's give them a shot. I like that kind of stuff. I, I, I enjoy seeing new teams. A lot of the new stuff that you see in AEW I don't particularly like, but a lot of it I do. Like I like being exposed to newer people on a bigger stage as opposed to me having to go watch some stuff on IWTV which you know there's nothing wrong with it but it's just not as it's not as produced as what I would like
2: got it um, another <clears throat> another match another tag team match uh, Jericho and MJF versus Top Flight so again another young tag team getting some exposure on on Dynamite um, coming up on that one um and then we have Kip Sabian and Penelope before his wedding date announcement coming. Supposed to be the biggest announcement ever, um, you know. And then here's Miro. So Miro's back in, you know, he's in AEW and every, and, you know, doing his thing. It's supposed to be a big. They had a big showing up and big debut for him, and the guys fighting date Sunny Kiss on AEW Dark. But you know he was underutilized at, at WWE. Um we've brought this up before
1: Marty. Um and I like Miro. I like Rusev. I like the more as the Bulgarian brute than the comedy stuff that he's doing. But not everybody is main event material and maybe AEW sees the same thing in him that WWE saw in and, and I'm not saying he's not main event material because I think when he was heel Rusev and a badass, like he should have been world champion in WWE.
2: Like uh, he
1: rode out there on that tank. Thank you. He should have been a world fucking champion in
2: WWE. Well, I mean, he was busy doing other things. Were on his mind about that tank. So
1: yeah, I mean, he still won that night, you know, regardless.
2: <laughs> um, but he, oh, he definitely won that night. Maybe,
1: maybe AEW sees the same thing that WWE does. It maybe there, maybe there's no money in him being a top guy. Maybe the money with Rusev is just, or I'm sorry, Miro is just. Being in the mid card, being comedy, and turning on the fucking destructive Bulgarian brute whenever he gets mad that somebody fucks up his Fortnite game.
2: I don't know. Well, he she got rid of the of the beach blonde hair, so um, let's see if that doesn't mean good. Dustin Rhodes is finally fighting Evo Uno. Um, yep. Jurassic Express. Why? Why? Why is? I'm sorry. I don't know because like, Dustin. Dustin, Dustin Rhodes, said, "Eva Uno, you're you're next in line." Maybe Dustin, maybe, maybe Goldberg like call his ass out.
1: I like Dustin Rhodes, right? Like I've I've always liked him. Always been a fan of him. I was a really big fan of him in WCW when he was the natural Dustin Rhodes. Um, I just I don't understand why he's in a in a prominent program right now. On one of their special events. Mm -hmm. I got it when it was with his brother. It was a good story. Right? Cool. The whole thing. But against Evil Uno? Come on, man. Y'all got... We talk about this all the time. Like, y'all have all this talent there. And this is what you're rolling out on a special event? No thanks.
2: Yep. Uh, Jurassic Express versus Colt Cabana. 5 and 10. Um, Yep. And then... Hikaru Shida... Versus a TBA. So, Hikaru Shida is going to be on this card. It doesn't even have an opponent yet. Um, rumors are Abaddon is going to be the one that comes out. Yeah That's, you know, but...
1: What if Abaddon's the one that takes the title <sighs> from Shida? Then, How fuck, fuck Ew? Fuck AEW. How trash form. would that be? Of all the good women's wrestlers that she's beat, Thunder Rosa, that could have had a run with the title... They're gonna give it to Abaddon if she's the one that wins. I'm sorry, I don't.
2: Yep, she's exactly. not even. Never mind. It hasn't happened yet, so let's not be negative. Pac versus the Butcher, which means Eddie Kingston's gonna be all around that match. Uh, that's gonna be a fucking joy. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically the card for this isolated mat or yeah, isolated elevated uh, special.
1: I just want to see the women get more of a prominent role on AEW TV because they have some really good women wrestlers. But I I don't know, man. I don't know what the I was talking about this the other day. I feel like Sheeta's on AEW Dark more than she is on fucking Dynamite. Mm -hmm. And yet she's the women's world champion. But you rarely see the men's world champion on Dark. Like somebody told me that Moxley was on there twice and Jericho was on there once as the champion. I don't remember either of those. I feel like every week though, I could go to Dark and Sheeta will be wrestling, and then when Dynamite starts, she's in the front row. Um, I don't know. We we get we killed WWE about the treatment of their women right now because it's not convenient for the women to be out front. AEW's not doing that well either. With it. hopefully this this Impact wrestling. Kind of crossover if that ever happens, they'll get the women more involved because Impact's got some really good women's wrestlers also. But yeah, that'll do it, Marty. Another one in the books. Yes, sir. I got seven minutes before my Dallas Cowboys take on the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sorry. Fantasy football starts up. Uh, I'm I'm one win away from getting in the championship in two different leagues. One of them's not looking so good. I'm down like ninety two to three after. You this think pass. Uh, you think
2: Drew Brees comes back today and has a big game? No. You don't want to know? What I do know about this. Drew Brees returning back today. What? Kamara's gonna have a big day. Fuck, Who are they playing? Fuck Hill and his. Who are they playing? They're playing the uh, Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs they ain't got no defense. No, so. not at all. Uh, Uh, But that will be a good game to watch. But with Hill is the the quarterback, like, dude. I thought Breeze was the quarterback. No, no, no. But but Hill's been quarterback since Breeze is out. I know. Like, Kamara's numbers have diminished over the last four weeks because of that. So, fuck Hill. And I hope that Breeze comes in and then Kamara puts up 40 points today. Just fucking takes it and just goes with it. You know it's going to happen. And I can't wait for it to happen.
1: Shout out to um, all the regulars, everybody at FPC, Ian, Talkamania, Chaos Theory, Irish Whip, Crossbody, uh, Chick Foley, and Doing a Favor, and Fully Posable. I sent the audio question into Fully Posable. I'm wondering if they're going to play that on air this week. Um, Shout out to them. They're hilarious. Uh, Robert Custis, Peteopolis.
2: Talka Mania. Find me there tomorrow night. Taca Mania, trivia mania going down live. Come join the party.
1: Oh, that's Monday. Monday, tomorrow the twenty first. Monday.
2: It's like fucking Wrestle Kingdom happening on a Monday, Tuesday.
1: Yep. Um the female demo, everybody that's bought a T shirt or a sweatshirt. Uh I feel like I'm leaving people out as usual. But go ahead, Mark, if you got
2: any. Um Damn, dude! I had something else to say too. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, the big one was Robert Custis. I wanted to give him the shout out. Um, we'll say hopefully this time next week, you and I are talking about fantasy football championship facing no, one each other, be. facing each other off in that in that championship match in that league we are in. Um, dude, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope I beat EJ. Shout out to EJ. Hope you go down there, bro. Hope you go down. Uh, see you next week, man fantasy football championship it's happened I'm putting it I'm speaking it into existence
1: well then that's what it will be uh Merry Christmas everybody hopefully you got everything your little heart desires and hopefully you got some boot to the face swag on the tree the Marty guys. I'm Chris Rucker Merry Christmas from boot to the face
0: peace money maker, Mac, a Christmas song. First thing on my list, go figure. It's a brand new John Zena action figure. Second thing on my list, guess what? It's a really cute girl with a really cute butt. Mike said, Froggy Fresh, hold up. from my door. Check, check it out, Joe. Item number five is a brand new John Cena car that I can drive. Well, I can't really drive it because it's too small. But I could if I was maybe like this tall. Christmas, Christmas, come check out my wish list. Have I been